Welcome to the latest United We've Stamped podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet. Go to the website redarmybet.com for the latest odds and offers on all Manchester United games. There's half an hour to go before United play Tottenham at Old Trafford and it's a blustery, rainy morning in Manchester. Um, we're selling the new United We stand outside the ground. There's a lot of traffic around Old Trafford. I'm trying to minimise the wind because I know that we had issues in the hurricane Hurricane Brian at Huddersfield last week. And with Steve Armstrong, he's busy selling, so I'm not going to take too much of his time. Are you looking forward to the game today, Steve? Why are you bothering me when I'm selling? Just, you know, just talk. One minute. you got one minute. United you against know? Tottenham. Big uh, game. Here's What's a big game. Uh, I think United ultimately need to win because we've had a couple of disappointing performances. Uh, Tottenham are missing their key man, which isn't going to do us any harm. And I expect United, with the home advantage, to win again. Right, go on, carry on selling then. Because this is prime time. For hundreds of hours into getting the mag done, we need to sell them because printers tend to want paying. Stuart I'll go and speak to him. So I'm walking across Sir Alex Ferguson Way now. Loads and loads of police around. You really noticed last season. The level of security has just increased massively. New United we stand. Don't, I assume you're on the podcast, mate. I know you're busy. How are United going to do today? Yeah, you're okay. You're okay. Three two. Two United. Excuse me. I'll speak to you three. You've just bought United. We stand. Predict the score today. United one nil. Two one. United. You're all very confident. Why? You're not the last week not disappointed you, or do you still think that? I went to Huddersfield. That was abysmal. But I think United will do it today. Home. Uh, no Harry Kane. Yeah, you know, you will go for it today, definitely. Are you happy with Jose? You think he's a man to get? Yeah, game yeah, he'll get us there in the end. So, so little by little, little by little. I think he's all his business with Paris Saint Germain. I think that's just a black smoke screen. Like he's, he's always wanted United job, so I think he will do it eventually. So, so yeah. Enjoy the game. Yeah, see you soon. No, Stu, see you later. How are you feel about United then? Uh, what last week or today? Today. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've got, I'm confident. I'm not sure why. I think these games are always good games normally against Spurs. Good footballing games. Uh, Tottenham have done really well in the last couple of years. In some respects, I wish Kane was playing today, uh, but he's not. Um, but they've still got quality going forward. Um, they're, they're a very good team. They're going to be there about at the end of the season. Which players do you like at Tottenham? The obvious ones, I suppose. Uh, I think they're think solid at the back. I like the keeper, like Loris. Um, I certainly would have, have him at United if uh, De Gea was uh, to go to a... Uh, to, to another team um, but obviously Dali Ali's you know he's he's a standout player he gets players off the seats he's the type of player which would be fantastic at United he's, he's Kinchowskis he's, he's Ronaldo he's just fantastic scores goals bit of arrogance about him um, Winks Vertonghen Pochettino they've got a good buzz about them haven't they they have indeed yeah they're a good team like I said um, you know people are talking about Wembley this year and them not winning the league New United we stand out today because we're playing at Wembley, but you know, we've turned it on last week against Liverpool. Um, and I, I think it's uh, if, if they can finish above City, maybe, and if we can get a good run, I think they'll be top three certainly. Top man, see you in a bit. So, this is match day in its prime. Thousands and thousands of people walking down the Warwick Road to see Matt Busby's aces. I saw loads of kids before the game walking in. Barney selling red news. I know you're busy. How are you feeling about the game today? Got uh, one minute. I'm just thinking, please don't rain for the next 50 minutes. Uh, I'm surprisingly confident, which is usually the kiss of death. Um, but we need a response from Huddersfield, and it's the sort of thing at the end of the season that might not be a bad thing, however horrendous it felt at the time, that it can galvanise 
focus my entire craving on attractive football. You've got any red news out? just says he wants to see attractive football again. I do think that comes with momentum and, and a week football is such a bizarre thing that one week can put back three months and that's what it's shown. This is the fanzine, not a programme. Got the new Red News out today, you happy with it? Is it uh, yeah, it's, as you know, it, it, it's, it's so much work goes into one mag. But we're proud, we're still here Andy and that's something to be very proud of. So. How are you feeling about the game today? You're on your own, we start podcast. Pardon? How are you feeling about the game today? I have a feeling we're a draw, but I obviously hope we win. But, uh, Red News. Have you come up from London? Mate, yeah. And were there many Tottenham fans? Did you get the train? There weren't that many. I was on the 735 train. I think most of them were on the, on the 8 o'clock, but uh, there, were, there were quite a few. Red but, uh, News. I need to come up from London for the Brighton game next month. Yeah. And the train prices are ridiculous. Red News. 78 quid single or something. Well, they're... going to get on cheaper? Well, join my branch. Yeah? Could have joined it for one game? And do a podcast with the London Reds? You can say if you want. Yeah. And how much, is it, how much would it cost me to one way? Uh, well, it'd be 60 quid return. I can't say that. Okay, that's how it does. So the branch is going all right? Um, so, so, we take over. We have sort of 30 to 40 people go up most games. It's uh, getting more expensive. And uh, um, with games being rearranged, it gets harder and harder. But same old faithful people been coming up for years still. And there's more than one up. London branch, isn't there? There's three London branches, but if you think about it, there's a million people in London, so um, that, that's, you know, per head, per population, it's, it's, it's uh, not unreasonable. Yeah, there's three, three London branches, two of them come up by train. Uh, the oldest branch, uh, 65R branch, was founded by Theresa McDonald, who the other United fanzine, so we're closely associated with the uh, Finally, how are you feeling about United so far this season? And going into uh, looking good. I think Mourinho understands United, um, and uh, it, it's, uh, I think there's going to be a few ups and downs. I don't think we're there yet, but I think... Um, I think the two teams played today. So it's one of those three teams. So uh, fingers crossed. Walking into the ground now, Richard. You've written letters into United. We stand for a long time. How are you feeling about United today? Yeah, feeling quite confident. This is our main man, though. Paul Pogba makes life difficult, doesn't it? But hopefully we can get by till he returns. You've just handed me a United scrapbook, which you've made. What is it? So over 20 years, I've collected newspaper cuttings, all my favourite quotes from players, manager gone by, fa- favourite cuttings from all the various newspapers, and uh, I think it's a really nice collection. It tells the story of 20 seasons worth of the ups and downs following United. And you get into most of the games? Where are you sitting in the ground? North Stands. So in the centre as, uh, as you all know standing in the north and you're still sending your letters into United We Stand which you've done for a long time yeah still buying the fanzine absolutely absolutely where are United going to finish this year second or third hope well obviously hope you don't think you're going to win the league it's a journey isn't it <laughs> and you think United are making progress in that journey under Mourinho I do, I do but we I'd like us to play with the, fo- with the football a little bit more and uh, what do you think he's a man? Hard to say, really hard to say. Thanks for your time. I, I, I would have stuck with the previous manager, as really? you probably know, yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. that yeah. 
playing with the football, it could have actually matured into something good. Really? I'm not saying it was good. Yeah. You think not a lot, of, time not a lot of patience, not a lot of patience in football anymore. No, there's not. And there's probably not a lot of people with your view, so it's quite interesting that you that you have it. I mean, he maintains with the right players, the system would have been unbeatable, but that he didn't have the right players. Absolutely, and uh, he did, did a great job, great football at Bayern for a while. Who's to say it couldn't have happened here? It's all changed. Let's hope your confidence is right ahead of the game. And nice to yeah. see you. Take care. I'm walking across the forecourt now. Huge queues to get into Old Trafford. The security checks are extensive. The club takes security very, very seriously. And that started within hours of the attacks in Paris at the Bacalan. Just walking past the lads selling the half and half scarves. Is he in Binsy? Is he? Is he? It's going to get Binsy because he's always good value. Uh, he's the man with the most Mancunian accent in the world. He's usually floating around the forecourt. It's packed. It's absolutely packed. I wonder how this this was a road. Traffic used to be able to come down here until a few years ago and there's barely space to move on. Some at Busby Way now. There's police checking people's bags. Just outside J Stand now. Huge queues to get in. And this is a, a problem of a, a morning kickoff or a 12 o'clock, 12.30 kickoff is time tends to get condensed people arrive a little bit later than they would have done the traffic is a little bit busier because there's just not enough as much time going into the game i found you <laughs> Lindsay, go on huddersfield last week you were there yeah you know what I Listen, we've been spoiled by Alex Ferguson. I know we can't keep going back to it. We, we've been spoiled. Now we've got to get ourselves sorted out. We were in a coma for three years. Now we've got Mourinho. You're not going to win every game. You know what I mean? You've got to pick up a blip now and again. And hopefully we can put it right tonight. I feel good about today anyway, after what happened last week. I don't think Mourinho, he won't want to get beat twice, will he? Which players need to up the game? Uh, Ashley Young, Mkhitaryan, uh, Lingard, uh, me, Lingard. Who else was going to say? And who's boozing pressure? Um, Matic. And I tell you what, we realised what Pogba was doing for us and Fellaini. Now he's not here, do you know what I mean? So... Um, but who, who, who did I? Um, and I don't, you know, that Lindelof, he got a bit of stick, but I remember when Pallister first got here, it took him a while to get settled well, in. There's loads of I mean? players took time to settle in. <laughs> yeah. Can't be on his case. I mean, Aww. if he plays badly, he plays badly. Uh, but people. He wasn't alone at Huddersfield, was not But to suggest that he's sold or got rid of or he's not good enough after two or three months at a club is a very quick judgement maybe after you know, I think every player deserves I, a I season I don't know what kind of Reds they are who think that well they're not Reds 
you know what I mean? You've got to give him a chance of bedding, you know what I mean? He's been Portuguese football. This is a this is under mile an hour when you get to the Premier League. Give him a chance. They're fickle now. But I tell you what, they are looking like they're getting fickle United fans. If we don't win a game, will do you know what I mean? Go mad. Yeah, what's Ferguson? I blame not, Alex Ferguson. It's not, but it's not a game though, is it? It's online. The reaction at matches is is different. I think. Well, that's left me behind all that Twitter and all that. I have absolutely nothing to do with it. I tell you what, though, I was shocked when they booed Fellaini. Yeah. I, I, I've been coming well, here like that you was know. at a game. It was part yeah. ar- ironic, but yeah, I suppose he's made him meet the words, though. He has done, and yeah. and booing Van Aal after winning the FA Cup. Yeah, they were match-going fans as well. Where were they from? I don't think they're from Manchester. I, I can't be doing it. They were from your estate in Hardwick. <laughs> no, they, they were all from Hardwick. We only, are loyal, pe- mate. No, the we... only people booing were from Hardwick. Not a chance. <laughs> Take care of yourself. All right, Andy, nice to meet you. I'm walking into the ground now. I'm going to join back up with you. Um, Either during the game. I've got to cover the game as a journalist today, so I might see other journalists or former players or after the match. 75,000 people. I'll try getting to Old Trafford now. And I've written a few articles recently about the development of Old Trafford and, and walking underneath the, the girders surrounding the Manchester United illuminated sign. They're dirty. Honestly, it looks as simple as painting them. And clearly it's not it's a big job and it's not just for someone with a ladder to walk up there, climb up and paint them, but as I've written in articles, stadium development has stopped. There's been improvements to executive boxes. But if United are not careful, then what has long been the best stadium in England will be surpassed. Because wind back a decade, United had a 25,000 seat advantage over the next biggest ground, Newcastle United. Since then, Arsenal got a new ground, very smart. Tottenham's looks like it's brilliant. City are expanding. Real Madrid and Barcelona have got plans too. Chelsea got plans for a new stadium. United have done nothing on the contrary well money is spent maintaining the stadium it's hard to see where pitch is brilliant but the outside is starting to look a little bit frayed a little bit tatty as I understand it numerous plans have been suggested to a increase in capacity partly because of the demands um, due to new legislation surrounding a larger disabled area but it comes down to the Glazers, they're the ones who will decide whether they need to invest in a of paint and probably build a ball. I don't know where I am now, walking into the Monsoon, just outside the main Munich Memorial, and then walking into the Munich Tunnel, which is underneath the Sabobi Charlton stand. And where I stand now, there is space to, to build a quadrant. There are options. It's not ideal because the site at Old Trafford is over 100 years old. But um, I'm just outside the Tottenham. Are you Tottenham fans? Yeah. Can I, I'm doing a United podcast. I'm just asking you how your team are doing at the moment. Well, the moment I'm just looking for a ticket at the moment. Oh, yeah. so I'm in a good mood at the moment. All right, okay. Sorry, I thought you were uh, 
Spurs fan. I am a Spurs fan, man. I'm waiting for a ticket off a holiday. Spurs fan from Manchester? Yeah, yeah. How come? You've got to tell me this, mate. You've got to, this is interesting. Why, mate? I don't know. I just went with a few mates a few years ago, mate, and just got into it, mate. Went, first game went Wigan away. And where are you from in Manchester? Stockport. And you never support United or City, you were just into Spurs? Well, I support Stockport. I still do support Stockport as a, you know, first team, but obviously with them being in the Conference North. My mate took me Spurs at Wigan away once and got the bus for it ever since, you know. And how often would you go to Spurs matches? The games in the North? Yeah, games in the north, yeah. And ever to White Hart Lane? I'd not been to White Hart Lane, no. Yeah. Obviously, we've been too far away and having a little, little child and stuff, you know, the yeah. money and stuff getting down there. Who's been decent for you this season? Kane, obviously. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Who else? Vertonghen, I'm told, has been really good. No, I think they are the players you need in your squad, but I say Deli Alley, obviously, up there. Uh, Son and all that, you know. So you get sorted out by Tottenham fans from London. Well, I'm trying to, mate, but he's not. <laughs> at the moment, he's answering his phone. He's not turned up. So give us a score prediction. Finally, two one Spurs. Two one to Spurs. All right, nice one, mate. All the best. I wasn't expecting that. Which is, uh, I, I went to the edge of the um, of the away following and asked a fella who didn't look like a Londoner, just the way he was dressed, he looked like a mank, and he was a Tottenham fan from Stockport. So it takes all sorts, doesn't it? Just got to be careful now not to stand in the horse manure. Freshly laid, I might add. Walking past the policeman on a horseback with the Manchester B. And into the Munich tunnel. There's sniffer dogs packed. On my left-hand side, there's the rather glamorous ladies greeting fans going into executive areas. There's Tottenham fans going in on the right. It's really, really busy. People singing. Singing about Merseyside being full of... To the right now, it's the 600 seat section of the away following, of the away section. That's at the back of the, the main stand. Fans are now being funneled left if you're a Manchester United fan or right if you're a Tottenham fan. So, I've asked everyone else how I think the game will go today. Uh, I, think it, I think United will get a narrow victory, a 1-0. I just hope that Mourinho goes out and attacks them. They're missing the best player. They're a very good team. Watching United at White Hart Lane back in May was awful. They took us apart. That 2-1 scoreline was very flattering in Manchester United's favour. Should have been more like the scoreline the previous season. I think that was three. Um, Huge game today. I'm going for a 1-0 win. Predictions are (laughs) notoriously hard to, to get right. Watch it go and be 4-3 or something like that. But no, I can't see that with the way Manchester United are playing at the moment. I like a lot of performance independent of the result. If the result is 0-0, if the result is 1-1, my, my feelings with the players and the team would be the same. Because I think uh, they gave absolutely everything. Every ball was like the most important ball of 
of their career, the concentration was there, the focus was there, and we cannot forget the quality of the team that we were playing against. It looks, um, before you said Marshall on TV had pictures of you talking to him quite attentively, I mean, what did you have in mind when you, when you, when you brought him off? No, same position as, as Marcus. But he's more comfortable than Marcos dropping in between the lines to have the ball and to try to drive the ball, not just attack space. And I was telling him to do that, but at the same time, to play from Lukaku in depth against three very good central defenders, but three central defenders that had a hard match for 60-70 minutes against Lukaku, Rashford, Lukaku, Rashford. So he come and, okay, probably lucky shot, but the movement is, is good, the desire is good. And the goal is obviously, the goal that gives us two, two more points than the 0-0. So we saw you Some people speak too much, you know, calm down, relax, relax a little bit, don't speak too much, speak, 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 you know, relax. The Einsteins or the... Relax. Hmm? The Einsteins, the journalists? Yeah, relax a little bit, you know, don't be so nervous, don't be so excited, calm, calm down a little bit. Are you talking about the opposition bench? No, the opposition bench did their, their job and, you know, super correct. Uh, as yet to arrive, as yet to arrive, the match where uh, myself, Mauricio, my staff, and his staff, we have a problem. We play so many times against each other since Spain, and we, we have really good relation. And uh, we lost, we win. I don't know if we draw, maybe, maybe also. And we are always connected with each other. And once more, I'm even happier because we 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 beat a very good team. I I, I always say this. I, I like the team very very much. It's an hour after the game. Manchester United won one nil. You've heard what Jose Mourinho and Richard Pochettino said. I'm just walking out the tunnel, and two United We Stand readers have stopped me. Where are you from, lads? Denmark. Whereabouts in Denmark? Uh, Copenhagen. And what did you make of that today? It's a great victory, great atmosphere at the stadium. So it was nice to see. Uh, it was nice to see it against Spurs. Although when you plan, when you go, uh, when you plan it in the summer, you you will, you would like to see some goals, and then uh, you probably take the smaller teams to to watch. But we would like to have a top six team. So uh, it was great atmosphere today. Was that your first visit to Old Trafford this season? Yeah, this yeah. season. And yeah. how often did you come over? Oh, last time I was here was four years ago. Okay. So uh, with my son. So this time I have to take my friend with me. And it so. was how often did you come over? Uh, last time was uh, against Leicester when they won the, the Premiership. Okay. I saw him uh, catch a smile, really. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. And now we're here. Um, what did you make of today? What did you make of it today? It's good. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I like the atmosphere. I like to come here. I like the city. Everything about the Manchester, I really love it. Even though it's been raining all day. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. I've got wet feet now. Yeah? So now we have to find a pub, get some cold beers and some warm. I think it's, it's okay. 
Brilliant. Yeah. All right. Well, have um, have a safe journey back to Denmark and, in, and enjoy Manchester. Nice you. All right. Walk behind the Stretford end, I can see Ander Herrera signing autographs for United fans. It really is a miserable day here, and I've just took taken shelter from the wind. I'm with Mark Ogden. Mark is the chief football writer for ESPN. Is that right? Is that your title? Senior football writer. Senior reason, football reason writer. Old. Reason you're old. Uh, what did you make of that today? Well, you got the wind at the end of the day. That's um, that's the main thing. But I think it's getting to the point now where the winds have come in without a lot of style. Benfica away was pretty grim. Liverpool was a draw and that was grim. Huddersfield away wasn't great. So it's a balancing act, isn't it? You, you need to get the results, but you also need to have a little bit of style. And um, there's not much style at the moment. Uh, but, you know, I think they're lacking certain players, but you know, Pogba will come back at some point. But I do think that United haven't got a real fantasy play in midfield. Somebody that can unlock a defence. Mkhitaryan isn't good enough, I don't think. It was very disappointing, wasn't it? Especially in the first half, he created a couple of chances at the start of the second, but. We're not getting enough from him. No, I mean, I, I did a piece about a month or two ago saying that Jose wants more from him in the big games, and I think I'm not sure it kind of went down well with the Mkhitaryan camp. But look, the, the proof's in the pudding, isn't it? He was anonymous at Anfield and he was pretty poor today. And I think you look at the other teams, well, City have got David Silva, Kevin De Bruyne, Liverpool have got Coutinho, Chelsea got Hazard, Arsenal have got Ozil and Sanchez. United haven't got any of that calibre that can make a difference I don't think matter in Mkhitaryan at that, that level so that's what they're missing I think it shows against today you know against Benfica they won with a free kick and again today it was a long put forward with a flick up from Rashford so there's not exactly a lot of breaking teams down with, with Flair and Guy at the moment Manchester United's assistant manager has just walked past us and nobody knows who he is <laughs> brilliant yeah, I know really and uh, I think he was a fitness coach as well yeah yeah it's uh, they know the managers though don't they yeah, well, that, when he arrived, there was a, a several requests from journalists to identify some of the members of the backroom staff, and I was told if it was up to Jose, their names wouldn't even be on the club website. It's all about him, and he wants the people working under him. It's just amusing, because everyone would have known who Brian Kidd was, or who Mickey Phelan was, or who Carlos Queiroz was. Jimmy Lumsden. Or Jimmy Lumsden was. <laughs> you dumb me there. Uh, but he's getting the results... They're keeping the clean sheets, especially from home, but as you say, there's just them games recently have been pretty disappointing, hasn't it? But at the end of the game, did you see what he did? He, he put his finger across his mouth as if to silence the critics. I don't think it quite has silenced the critics. No, I mean, I think that was down to there's some booze and jeers when Rashford was taken off, and I, I think he's probably reacting to that because at the end of the day, Rashford comes off, Marshall comes on and scores the goal, and I think he's managing those two pretty well in terms of coming off the base, they're scoring goals and they're making it happen when they come off the bench. So, in that respect, he's getting it right. But I just think, for me, there's, there's something that's gone from Mourinho. I think going back to Real Madrid, and I think and we'll see it again at Chelsea next week. United have had six away games against the big, so-called top six since he came in. They scored one goal, and that was a that was a shin goal by ruining the dead rubber at Tottenham the last season. So if they got Chelsea next week and don't score again, I mean, it's Man United. They've lost a little bit of, um, like I said, fantasy at the moment, a little bit of uh, audacity. You know, that kind of the old Fergie way of going for it Marine doesn't go for it does it he certainly didn't at Liverpool and Huddersfield was disappointing I was impressed by the way they started today the first 10 minutes they were definitely on the front foot and then they faded away up to half time and then were a bit better in the second half yeah if United don't score in the first 10 minutes that's when they start struggling isn't it get them in the last 10 now yeah well as long as they score at some point but and that's a good quality isn't it yeah I mean they'd lost that quality for a while at some one point they were conceding a lot of goals in the last 10 but 
I just think that if United don't blow teams away in the first 10 minutes, they find it hard and teams are just working out that they play a certain way. And you know, in, in fairness to Jose, it was clear he wanted Perisic from Inter Milan and they do lack a bit of width on the left, they lack like a different option. I think they're, they're a bit predictable at times. You think they'll go for anyone in January? I'm not sure. I don't think it's hard, isn't it? It's yeah. hard to get a player out of a big club in January when well, they don't per- need to sell him. Perisic signed a new contract, I think he's, yeah. he's got that. I'd be surprised, I don't think there's anything. You know, Mesut Ozil keeps getting the mention. And, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Ozil, but he's, he's got an ability to open it and open it in, in, the, in the final third. And Josie likes him, he's liked him for a long time. Yeah, but, um, you know, he, he could easily fit in for Mkhitaryan or Matic, because I think, I think both of those aren't up to it, but I don't know. I'd rather go for Ozil with Sanchez instead of make a real difference. And Mata and Herrera, they've been a bit flat too, haven't they? Yeah, um, I know Herrera's not been not been playing every week. No, I mean it's um, somebody made a valid point at half time to that you know all these Spanish midfielders out there, United get under Herrera, which I think it's it's a, it's a slight unfair criticism, but yeah, I, I think he's he's kind of levelled out a little bit, Herrera. He's all right, isn't he? Yeah. I was surprised when he was named Player of the Year last year. I yeah. think as a person, he's a he's a he's a great lad, but. Loads of my mates are great lads. It doesn't mean that they deserve to be starting for Manchester United. And I think Anders had some very good games against Chelsea in April. That probably won him the, the Player of the Year award. But is he in the Roy Keane class? He's nowhere near. No, he's not a kid anymore. I think he's 28, 29. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's a guy that, you know, he's probably his peak years are behind him. I think that sums it up. If, if Ander Herrera was winning the Player of the Year, and if Man United are missing Marlon Fellaini, it kind of shows where they're at at the moment. But then, you know, where they are in the league, that second in the league with... No. He gets results, doesn't he? Yeah, he just does. And it's, it's, it's a strange situation. They're not playing great football. But then I, I've had this conversation with loads of people. There's plenty of times when you're not in the league under Fergie, the, the latter times. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they were terrible in October, November. Yeah, yeah. Really narrow wins against Sunderland, against yeah. Reading, and that's what happens. But in those teams, they had a bit more match winning flair, a bit, a bit more um, excitement to see. And I just think they like that at the moment. And Herrera's coming over here towards us. Perhaps we should get him on the podcast now. No, he's running off to his car now. Thanks for your time, Mark. What have you got on coming up for ESPN? Uh, Celtic by Munich on Tuesday. And yeah. uh, Tottenham v Real Madrid on Wednesday. So, quite a good week. And then off to Chelsea next Sunday to see if United can score. Hope they do. Certainly hope it's not 4-0 like it was in the league last year. Or even in the Cup. Um, I know that Mourinho was really annoyed because he felt his team started well in the Cup, in the FA Cup. Um, sixth round, I think it was, in, in March. And then there was a sending off, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's got to get a result. Can't just lose every time. United's, United's record at Stamford Bridge is horrendous. Yeah. I, I, I always think it's the pitch is so small. It doesn't really suit you the way United have often played with width. They haven't got any width anymore. So uh, we know what's going to happen. He's going to go there. He's going to play it tight. Pogba might be back. It ain't going to be a thriller. I just think it's, his first goal wins in those games. And uh, you know, obviously Chelsea have got Kante. So uh, you know, I don't know. For me, it's a big one. It's Morata versus Lukaku. Isn't it? That's, that's an interesting dynamic. What did you make of Lukaku today against Tottenham? I thought he was really poor. He was, wasn't it? But, it, you know, hit the post later on, his flick on was the, the decisive factor in the goal. So he made a contribution. Before that, it was desperately poor. He's no goals in five games for United now. And it's, uh, he needs to go. I, I'd rest him against Benfica midweek. I'd, I'd give him a night off and um, refresh him up. But he's, he's looking extremely good. Thanks for your time. So thanks for listening. The next podcast will be done outside around Old Trafford for the Benfica game. I also met Tony Coton, the former Manchester United goalkeeper and goalkeeping coach.
a bit early on in the morning before the Tottenham game for the United We Stand podcast. Uh, we've run an extract of his book in the current United We Stand. Thanks to everyone who's bought the mag as well and continues to support us. Um, we had the latest issue on sale at Old Trafford and it'll be on sale for the Benfica game as well. It's great to get the feedback from everybody. So we'll join you next time after Benfica. We'll probably put that podcast up on Wednesday. Until then, goodbye.